BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, yo, this is Big Daddy Kane, and you're listening to another hot interview on The Library with Tim He's the creator of Stasasonic. He's a music producer, an artist, development coach, a speaker, a celebrity DJ. He just released his newest album, Hashtag Everybody But KRS. He's Daddy-O, a.k.a. Professor Daddy-O. And I want to welcome him to the library with Tim on and Kel on RapStation.com. Daddy-O, thank you for so much for joining me. Oh, man, my pleasure, man. Thank you for having me, Tim. You can't see inside, so best you close your eyes. We, we've, we've, we've obviously spoken a lot about you know your your history and your legacy, um, but in the song uh, in, in, in the record uh, nephew, uh, a lyric that stood out, a lyric that stood out to me was uh, they call me daddy o. Daddy o, cause that's a sonic was a hit, but we ain't gonna get caught up in the past. I'm with. How do you how do you pay homage to your legacy, but at the same time? Try not to have people just know you for that. And then how do you use your art and position hip-hop history to talk to not just the new generation, but also the old generation without isolating both generations? I think by teaching. I mean, and it's something I'm trying to talk to my peers about. I think by teaching. And right, so, so I want to do it in every traditional and non-traditional way possible. So I want to do it through my art dev clinic. I want to do it through speaking at universities. I want to do it through keynote speeches. I want to do it at tech conferences. I want to do it and all that, but I, I, I don't think it's limited to that. I think I think that that's the way you do it. I think you do it through teaching because I think if you, you know, the one thing you want to do, and one thing I'm kind of happy about making this record, you know, I give Chuck a lot of props, man, because my whole idea was to release this record next year, and I had all this other scoop block kind of promotion I wanted to do around it. And once Chuck heard the record, he said, Daddy, what are you doing? I said, I'm waiting until next year to release this record. He said, Daddy, we don't do that no more, B. We're going to premiere the record on that station on Tuesday and, and put it out on Friday. I was like, what about it? He said, man, we'll promote through. We'll just keep on doing it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm grateful for him for that. And, and also because, you know, it's the first time I probably just said no with no resistance because there's a lot of times I still have all these arguments, right, about why I should do what I'm thinking about doing. But, but, I, but I'm happy about having the record out because having a record out, allows me a little bit of bragging rights. So the so one thing I say to people all the time is I'm nicer now than I was before. So that's the that's the new piece, right? That's the that's the piece where I don't have to um you know, I don't have to hold on to a legacy. You're listening to me right now. That's me right now. That's how I sound right now. That's not a record from eighty eight, that's right now. You know what I'm saying? And you know, for some people they like, that's right now. 
but they know because of some of the beats. They know because of some of the beats, right? You know, saying some of the beats sound a little bit classic, but some of the beats sound kind of up to date. So they know because of the beats that it's right now, and so that's that's the way you do the right now stuff. And then the way you do the legacy stuff is you just teach it. And you, you know, the one thing I have, and Chuck has it, and a few people have it, is I got stories, man. You know, I got stories about when I saw Rakim take LL's bracelet. I got stories about when Tupac got shot the first time I was there with Biggie and them. I got stories. So, you know, none of that, um, you know, none of that falls on deaf ears when you begin to start telling people, well, this is how Kim first started. And Foxy and Kim started in my basement, both of them. Almost had a fight in my crib just because I'm catering a little bit more to Kim and Foxy, no. Pound for pound, man. You know, I say this in public. Inga's the better rapper. Kim's nice. But Foxy's the better rapper. And she knew she was. And she was tight one day. (laughs) <laughs> because Kim and him was in the studio. He said, I can't go downstairs. You know what I'm saying? All that. But they both started. You know, when you have those stories for, for young kids, I mean, even for people our age, they like to hear it. But for young kids, it's nothing but awe. Because this is all the stuff that they, they want to know, the behind-the-scenes kind of stuff. So I think that that's where you do it. I think one is, is by being relevant, by spitting it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, one of my purposes for making this record, man, when I first started making this record was, and that's why I call everybody but KRS. Because I, I looked through it, I combed through my, you know, my kind of record Rolodex, right? And I said, man, if there's one person I think, if I went on head to head, I would lose. Because, you know, you got to be honest with yourself. I said, it would be Chris, because Chris is the dude that talks about the Republican National Convention in rhymes the day after the, 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 the date. Right. You know, he's that guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that guy. I have never been that guy. You know, I got to sit there, think about it, figure it out, all of that. I said, but the rest of my peers, they're just sitting around seeing like with, like bumps on a log. And if I think about some of them, I'm like, damn, when is the last time they rhyme? And if they did try to rhyme right now, what does it do? And one of the things me and Lion are talking about, I got this ill thought that I could do a dope record on Shan right now. I just don't know why. I just feel like I can make the most incredible. I think, and, and, and I almost feel like it's the voice that y'all don't, that, that, that wasn't heard enough. You know, and we know why. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We know Chris is mostly responsible for that. But, you know, I listen to him and I say, man, he might not even know what to rhyme about right now, but I know what he should rhyme about right now. And I would do the duet between him and Lil B. I would do that right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I know what to do, but I felt like my peers just needed some kind of guideline for how they could sound right now. I felt that they needed some push and some oomph to do it for how they should sound right now. You know, and so that was one of my biggest purposes for making this record and even calling it what I wanted to call it because I wanted them to feel it. I want them to feel I already ran up on Kumo D and Grandmaster Kaz in the dressing room and Spet did the show about a month ago in Philly. I said, man, y'all, y'all can't even touch me right now. And Modi's like, oh, we're having a senior citizen moment. Give them a t- little bit of time. But then, you know, when all the dust cleared and, and the whole room stopped laughing, I said, y'all, I'm dead serious, though. You guys sound like creeps right now on record. Nobody wants to listen to you on record. Your, your, your classic material, I can't even argue with it. What can you do right now if I put you in and I tell you you got 10 songs to do? You guys are making stuff that sound crazy old, yo. You sound like, oh, you sound crazy old when you go in the studio. 
and and I, so I wanted to give them a guideline and some context in terms of in terms of how it could be done. What track do you think on the the album kind of uh, best highlights that mission of the album? Graffiti, graffiti and MC between graffiti and MC. Um, you know, I get a lot of it's weird on MC, right? So. I get a lot of my friends, especially close friends, hit me up about MC, asking me, yo, man, ain't you going to drop another verse on that? You know, which I'm thinking about doing a remix with the same beat. And just, it's, it's like three young rappers that I know. One is in North Carolina and two live here. One lives in the suburbs here and one lives in Atlanta here. You know, like the three dopest young rappers I know. Like, they really dope young rappers. And I'm thinking about just doing another version of graffiti, I'll add another rhyme, but then having them on the record just so people could, you know, kind of get a little bit extended version of that record. Um, so I think MC does that, but I think graffiti does it more than MC just because I rhyme more. And I mean, the type of stuff I'm saying in graffiti, I, I think I'm talking slick on the whole album. I think I'm really talking. When I say, you know, now you like Leno and Snoop, long face. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. 50 and Puff, long mace. Cookie and Jamie, you know, that it's just, I, I, I think I just went, you know, for a guy my age, I think I went haywire on that. I think I went there. And so I'm, 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 um, you know, that, that, that I think displays it the best, you know what I'm saying? Like just, you know, this is what we supposed to be doing, like halfway clowning, halfway, this is what we supposed to do. And, and I, don't, I don't see, you know, and that's who I think we are. You know what I'm saying? That's who I really, really think we are. And, and, and I think we could be. And when I think about my peers, I don't think I'm the best amongst, I've never been the best amongst. I was never the best amongst Modi and all these guys. I was never the best. I was one of the guys that people liked him. They always look at these guys like, oh, these are the high and mighty guys. So I'm just like, if I could do this, imagine what they could do if they just thought about it. I heard Modi say a line the other day, right? And I was so mad at him because two reasons I'm mad. One is he didn't put it on a T-shirt. Two is that they did it. So him and Kaz have a part in their show, in his show, where they come out and they do this, this their own version of um, Kanye and Jay-Z's Amos. And right. it's dope. And Mo said, when, you, when you're hearing Jay, and when you're hearing yay, and when you're seeing Little Wayne, that's my DNA. That's a crazy line. That's a dope line, yeah. That's but I'm like, yo, you did it on a beat that somebody else did. And I ran up on him in the dressing room after the show. And I said, man, why are you losing money? He said, what are you talking about? I said, why that line ain't on a T-shirt out there for sale? Like, that's crazy to me. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I just feel like they don't think it could be done. I, you know, that's the... That's the only thing I Tim. It's the only thing I could think of is that somewhere in their head they don't think it can be done, which is why they're not doing it. You, you've spoken a lot uh, about you know who you, you've worked with, who you know, who you run into, and this, this is a question I have that's not really regarding the album, but it's I want you to take the kind of the chance to I guess be the interviewer in a way, um, right? You know, obviously, there's like many stories that I'm sure you've. You, obviously, you said you have many stories to tell. Um, right, right, right. Uh, if you had a chance to interview an artist or a producer or whatever, uh, and ask them one question, 
who would that be? And then what would the question be? Like, was there, I mean, for example. It would probably okay. be, it would, it, as an artist, um, producers are different. I'm trying to remember who, um, think about who it could be as a producer. I would have to really rack my brain. But as an artist, weird enough, and I know this is going to be weird, but weird enough, as an artist, it would be Andre Nicotina from Sacramento. And I would just ask him just how he feels against the landscape of hip-hop, period. Because I believe, in my heart of hearts, that the most perfect rap song ever made, and I'm saying that dopest rap song, I didn't say that. They didn't say best produced. I didn't say that. They didn't say best sonically. I said the most perfect rap song, as far as writing is concerned, ever made is Andre Nicotina's Train With No Love. It is the best beginning, middle, and ending of a story I have ever heard in my entire life. And so, and then there's some other records that he made that's just dope, you know. And a lot of it is, you know, records about dope and stuff. But he's dope, and 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 for him to only get that Seattle love, a little bit of Oakland love, because he's from Town, a little bit of Portland love, and really never translate. You know, just only trailing a little bit in the Midwest. I just wonder how that feels. You know what I'm saying? To be that guy and not get that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't say, you know, yeah, maybe he says, man, it's it's fine for me, Daddy. I did enough shows. I made enough money. Maybe he does say that. I don't know what the answer is, but I would love to. I would love to know how that feels. Uh, he's the creator of Stessasonic. He's a music producer, artist development coach, speaker, somebody DJ, and of course has his new album out called Hashtag Everybody But KRS. Daddy O, it's been an honor to have you on the library with Tim Arndekel on rapstation.com. Hey, man, thank you. Thank you so much, man, for listening to me. I know I talk a lot. King looking for a kingdom. And that he go and he visits the people and then he leaves the people and goes away and wait until the time. Yeah. When that he can't secure the kingdom, then he returns to the people. Let's go. You can pour yourself a drink, but you have to use my cup. Throw down your guap, I'm about to get guapped up. Most of y'all lying about selling the white. And all of my career, I've been selling the right. From the A-M-R-I-C-A. To the Chicago conferences with Common and Ye. I rep the freedom of death mode. Free me or die. I see you praying to the devil, so I Stop, really?
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.